Chapter Two. We are independent. I remember when I just moved out first time from Ukraine. So my first country was、uh, Serbia, and I had the situation in the pub. Sometimes I use some like Ukrainian words. I remember one of the people that were there. They were like sitting next to us, and they asked, "Oh, where are you from?" And I said, "Oh,、uh, honestly, I was at that moment. I was like very scared to say where I'm from, which is, I think, not good that you're scared to say where you're from, you know." But I said them, "Oh, I'm from Ukraine." Blah blah blah. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, привет, как дела?" And I'm like, which means "Hello, how are you?" But on Russian, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's not that's not on our language." But they said, "Oh, is there any difference? Like, because we thought that you, you speak on Russian, and all your countries speak Russian." And I said, "Oh no, it's not. That's not true. People still do understand Russian." In Ukraine, but there are some reasons why people understand Russian. Well, we all know because we were under the Soviet Union. European people thought that Ukrainian and Russian language is the same or similar language, but we we from our languages different. They from different groups of languages. Yes, so our language is similar to Polish, Belarusian. That lots of how I said like mistakes like propaganda around this that we are brothers we are sisters but we completely different our language different when I talk with the Russians in the Ukrainian language they do not understand me properly but when they talk to me I understand but I understand only because all my life I was around. Russian language. Our TV show and the TV was in Russian language. We got lots of. We have lots of books in Russian language, and because of this, lots of post-Soviet Union countries they understand. People understand Russian language, but it wasn't. It never was their choice. And if I will have a chance to forget this language, I will be happy, because it's language of my enemy. We fight for our language. Not only this year, not year before. It's all our Ukrainian history. We have issues with language. Language is really important, and I think we understand this really good. How how important to save it, to keep it for our next generation, and fight for this. We doesn't have any problem with people who talk on Russian, but Russian actually make us. Like hate now this is this language, they make us like doesn't want talk on this language, doesn't want read on this language, listen music on Russian language. When I wanted to say that, I don't understand why, but lots of Russians they like, why why they cancel Russian news? Why why they don't have the Russian language in TV, for example? What your trouble? Why are we not allowed talk in our country in our own language? Because it make a border between us. Because it's just build the wall between us, and they don't like this wall because they think that we are our youngest brothers. So they care about us. They always keep eye on us. Yeah, our 
our language question really complicated. And even for me, it's really hard because I'm from Crimea. I literally, all my family talk in Russian language. And it's quite hard for me to forget this. I, I still dream in Russian language and I just really angry with myself about this. But So yes, it's, it's quite a big narrative that we are brothers. We are not at all. We're different in many ways. Really often people say that, oh, but not every Russian bad. The trouble is that if you ask just Russian from the street, like, what do you think about war? Do you want a war? And they would say, no, I don't want a war. What? Okay, what do you think? Yeah, I, I against war. War is bad. But, but Russian can't lose. We need to win. And you're like, what? How does it work? So people literally still want to be a winner. How it can be in the same sentence with I don't want a war. But it's how they work. Yes, how one gentleman said, if you want, you can find the website called Medusa and it's Russian independent uh, resource where you can read uh, news in from Russian retrospective in English language. And they they collect some comments about what actually people think about war. And everybody who said the first second sentence like was I against war, but everything was I against war, but they they not against war. They wanted this war. And they have this war and they really believe that they will win and they will support and be agree with their president and say, war is bad, but we need win. We can't just went back. If we started this, we need to finish this. Just now, while we're talking, some people just sitting in the, in the wet grass and they don't have food. They don't have their family around them. What is this for? And we, what we will say, oh, we're taking your last weapon. Now you're just going to fight just with your hands. It's not how it's going to work, unfortunately. And I, I don't want a war in my country. Chapter three, life in Somerset. So when we arrive, we have fish and chips for dinner. And it was really nice. Yeah. And we were really hungry. And really, really tired because our travel was two and a half days. Just trains and trains and trains. Next day, we noticed one unusual thing. It's way how people in England have their breakfast, lunch and dinner. Breakfast, it can be toast. With just something. toast. You eat just toast on the breakfast. Yeah, we, we eat a lot. We honestly, we make big omelette. Recently, we have omelette for dinner. Yeah, like on a breakfast, we can have really, really big meal. Then also on a lunch, we have two meals. And dinner, it's sometimes independent of what you have before. It can be also really big dinner, for example, pasta. Or it can be something small, like just a small portion of pasta. But when we arrive, yeah, 
and I remember Karis and Emma have their breakfast and it was just a toast, maybe something in the side and we just Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. What, what 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 we can eat? It's and, it's everything. And breakfast. It wasn't that scary. How lunch? Because yes. how we said yes. yes, lunch was more how scary. How we said lunch in Ukraine. It's since since our childhood. in school, children for their lunch, they have soup. They have or pasta with like cutlet or fish with uh, mashed potato or something yeah like two meals all together uh and here they was just eating crackers and cheese and they're like oh my god oh my god and i remember yeah, our friend nastya she was also in shock she said like can you imagine my hosts they eat crisp for lunch <laughs> just crisps <laughs> And dinner, thanks God, dinner always, always, always was nothing scared about. It's always big proper meal. But now I think we changed a lot and we understand this culture. We understand why, how. Uh, yeah, and now and we that also can not, have for yeah, lunch, have uh, something, crackers. Yeah, something little. It's okay. <laughs> Have we we're not used to toast yet? It's still for us. Yeah, for breakfast One just piece toast. Of bread. No, 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 no. <laughs> breakfast must be something interesting. Yes, scrambled egg, scrambled egg with sausage. Yes, but it was interesting. Interesting the first difference between English people and English culture and Ukrainian culture. Also, here we can talk about tea. We don't drink tea with milk. I'm not used to it yet, but I know, no, Sasha, you tiny bit sometimes. I tried uh, maybe three times <laughs> for all this whole year. It's like, it's okay. I can say this, I really like it or I don't like it. It just, it's okay. just tea for, yeah, w- with milk. With milk. Yeah. Um, but another thing would make us really, really sad and make us miss our home. One day... We bought tickets for cinema. We arrived to cinema and our host asked us, so what popcorn you would like? And I'm like, look at Sasha. Sasha, look at me. And I said, cheese and bacon. And she said, yeah, yeah, cheese and and bacon. bacon. And we're like, to this uh, person who stayed behind the counter, like cheese and bacon. And everybody was like, what? What cheese and bacon? And we're like, what you've got then? And they like salt and, and sweet and salt. How you can buy salted and sweet popcorn in the cinema? Uh, we with the same can buy salted and uh, sweet, but in the same time we have cheese flavor. We have bacon. bacon. Uh, sometimes you can find on some cinema pizza flavor. Yes, yeah. pizza flavor. Um, we have what else? in our in our shops. You can buy mushrooms flavor. Oh, mushroom! Yeah, kebab flavor, uh, horseradish flavor, <laughs> lots of sorts, and it's we have lots of crisps, different taste, and lots of popcorn, different taste, and it's it just I can't believe but, how, how you live yeah. without but cheesy, now, ba- cheesy bacon popcorn. 
But now, you know what happened with us. We've been in cinema literally day ago and we were eating this salty, yes. sweet popcorn mix. mix and we're like, hmm. I hmm. said like... It's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I said it's sometimes it can taste like cheese. Yeah, sometimes even so it's <laughs> if you think too much, it can taste like cheese. <laughs> Maybe tiny bit like bacon. <laughs> so, yes. But we used it and we like it. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Now, now we're really into it and we understand why we've got this. But we still love our cheese and bacon and miss this. So, also about houses, um, always, always in our houses you, or apartments, you can find like drawer or a room, or if it's house, it's basement with lots of pickled food and with bags of potato and everything. It just, it's an onion and everything. Onion, carrots, no, but onion, yes. And garlic. We bought this for winter, so we bought on the end of summer, on the autumn, probably, because my, my parents usually go and bought this on the market. Uh, we bought really big maybe three big um bag with potato it's about maybe 10 kilogram on each bag and we put this in the basement and we just use this on the winter because in the winter potato because it's winter it's not really like season for potato uh it's cheaper but this before winter and use this potato then and it's the same with onion but it's more about you know we prepare ourselves for winter every year every family prepare themselves for winter and pickled and doing some kind of juice in jars some different jam and salads also in jars and lots of different things just for winter just, and and you know here people just go to shop it's not that important i remember when when i was kid every summer every end of summer we're like okay now we need to start and we pickle tomato cucumbers everything here no nobody i mean you have everything. And I think we have this kind of habit and tradition and it's just our culture because of our not easy history when you need to care for future, what, how it's going to be. And I'm sure that the basement with food saved lots of lives in this war, literally. Because if if it's... Uh, helicopters in your city or it's just dangerous you go to your basement in the house and if and you already food. and they're already food and you like you survived you're okay so also um children <laughs> talk about children i'm sure now if anybody who listen to us now and they have Ukrainian uh, refugees with their children, they will know what I'm talking about. But 
in our country, children go sleep much more later, later than than here in England. Here, how I know it's eight p.m. about seven, seven eight seven. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, in our country, it's nine ten. Yeah, it's wow. it's also big difference, and I'm sure that some people uh, find this complicated difference because here in England already in houses they have their rules and when they have refugees and they also have rules and they different and especially if it's kids and they they used to go sleep at half past nine and it's so hard to keep your children you know like send them sleep at seven and said that it's okay that another children stay into half past nine and just make more difficult and it's um, unfortunately uh, differences can be critical um so i work with one ukrainian uh, and she has a kid uh, he going to school in england and she said to me that ha- uh, so in the in the end of like uh, not year in school maybe half of year in school uh, parents go to school and talk with teacher in ukraine we have the same they're like all um parents parents meeting. like yeah it's parents meeting so all parents collect in one room and one your tutor talk about all bad things what did your children every she will be remember everything she will said who where when why and yeah But there, this Ukrainian woman said to me that when she came to, like, parents' meeting, it was just her and teacher. And teachers said just about good things. Because, like, for me it was just, oh, why? Because every time when my parents went to this parents' meeting, you need to clean all house yes. to prepare. You, yes, just in case, you know... Every, every time when my parents went to this parents' meeting, I was sure that I was a good girl, but who knows what happened? Who knows what she said? Who knows what they talk about? And every time I was clean house, cook dinner, make sure that my room, the tidiest room in the world, make sure that everything perfect, even I need to look perfect just in case. <laughs> so we start here using more sorry. I personally start to use more sorry than I used before. Yeah, just fine. every time, doesn't matter, am I, am I done something wrong or no? I just would say, oh, I'm sorry, oh, sorry. Oh, it's so it British thing, say sorry, and everything just in and case just in <laughs> case actually just in case yeah. you just don't know uh, do you need to apologize or no just like just sorry. say sorry yes and you know it make life here and i take it so like really good good side of england good side of uk that people here because they use a lot of sorry thank you it felt like more communication with people, more connect with people, and you felt that people here care. 
even even if they say sorry but not really mean apologies it. or mean it they said it and it make you feel warm inside or well, also when british people sometimes say like darling or love like sorry love and your sweetheart oh! or honey or something like this and it's just broke my heart every time when people call like this yeah, but not always. i really like sweetheart it's it's so nice and another thing i i would never forgot how i was working and i, I heard that my colleague he was all the time doing stuff with me like in the same room and he like you're right and i'm like what 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 did he said it's to me or no and he was like continue doing stuff a couple of minutes later five minutes later you're right and i'm again what what the sound about he even don't look at me and in the end i get it he was asking you're right but he didn't actually wanted to know am i all right or no and if he would ask me am i all right i would probably talk to him for a couple of hours to explain war in ukraine hard situation between russia and ukraine my childhood my relationship with parents how i'm struggling here and stuff like this so but i understand that he not really asking to know all this he just You're right. And then one moment when I understand that it just it just how it is, it just what people ask, I'm like, okay, I will do the same. Yes, so now yes. we you're use like, this. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, and you don't understand what you need to say for yes. this first time. You're just like, you're right. Uh, yes, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Like, you know, uh, when we just learn English in school, first what we learn is like, hello, hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, how are you? This is like our typical conversation, conversation in the first, okay, not in the first, on the second or third class in the school, like in the English um, lesson. And there you just like, you're right. And they just, and I didn't learn this in the school. <laughs> It wasn't you're right there. <laughs> Nothing in the books about this. We want to say thank you to all people who support us here. We want to say thank you to our host, to everybody in UK who help Ukrainians in these difficult times. And we really want to say thank you to heads of Nightingale, Vera and Ingrid. Thank you. Chardcast is a project managed by Chard Museum on behalf of Culturally Chard. It's funded through South Somerset District Council and Historic England. Chardcasts are all available via the museum at www.chardmuseum.co.uk or by searching for Chard Museum's podcast on your podcast app.